Yes, the world might tell us that you've got a right to be angry and hurt for this. The Guru doesn't tell us that anyway, because the Guru's wisdom is way beyond that. That doesn't mean not to recognize that, but you read it. How did I get there? Just because you've got to do self-work, that doesn't make it okay for somebody to continue to be hurtful. Yeah, that's separate. Let me read myself. This is where socket is. The Guru's work is taking us beyond our ego at every point. But the Guru is saying, first become aware of that. That's And then you start becoming aware and you think, oh yes, I get it. Because of my identity, I was so invested in that identity. And I actually forgot who I was, my truth, that actually I'm a soul. And I heard, this is all I am. Now, it's I forgot to take the mask off. These roles are masks to serve God in different forms, in different ways. And now that gets hurt. Eventually, if we don't get to this level of looking at it, it will keep resurfacing. You, you start to understand what is it that I need to go beyond to get to Gyan, to, to get to that true wisdom. Otherwise, it means we've, we've got stuck in the illusion. Welcome to the Jabti Sahib podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be going through the 10th Bori, the 10th stanza of this amazing Bani, blessed to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. So what we're going to be looking at today is, is there an art of how to become more self-aware and how to start reading our own self and what that even means to get to know yourself more and be able to read deeper into other people too. What does that even mean? So let's get into it and let's learn about what Guru Nanak Dev Ji is sharing with us today. So first of all, let's welcome Preet Jaran Singh onto the podcast. Let's Say Fateh. Wahai Guruji Ka Khalsa. Wahai Guruji Ki Fateh. Wahai Guruji Ka Khalsa. Wahai Guruji Ka Fateh. Thank you, Ji, for having me on. No problem. So, if we just, let's go straight into it. Um, Sunaya, Sat, Santok, Gyan. So here, Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying that through that deep inner listening to that one's name, and as we are becoming more and more focused through the recitation of God's name, we start to actually form that direct communication with God and where our guidance starts to come from there now. And so if we break these three things down now, so what Nanak Dev Ji is saying is that when you have that now, that inner connection, that you naturally start to now live in sat, in truth. Meaning that just your ways will become more truthful now. And those ways, when becoming truthful, how do we know now that they are coming from that deep inner knowing? There'll be a few kind of signs for us to look out for. To know that because sometimes we could probably you know end up convincing ourselves that i'm living truthfully 
and we might not be able to know how to look at for the signs that are we really look, living truthfully so there's a few things here there's we could we could read something and then we can learn from that and we are then trying to go by that so let's take an example just something as simple as speaking just speaking the truth right so i could read that where i can read that okay so part of our taram part of living this way of life according to the guru is to speak the truth let's just take that because this truth here truthful living isn't just about speaking the truth it's deeper than that but if we were to just take that if if you gave me now the ratnama book so and I, and i was to find in there oh look is to speak the truth right and i could still i could take that but i could still use it in a very i could still bring my cleverness into it and i could think well i'm doing the right thing and i'm living truthfully but actually my intent behind it is to try and bring you down and make you look low and make you look small in front of everybody else so i'm speaking the truth there but actually i'm causing a lot of damage and it's not coming from a pure place so in that sense that is that truth well that living truthfully that way of living truthfully or speaking that so called truth will never come from inside from from god yeah, that will come from our cleverness and that's you know trying to manipulate you know what we've read and trying to do the right thing and and sometimes obviously there can be that other side to it as well is where somebody genuinely just you know thinks that think that they are doing the right thing yeah and so but again it's not coming from inside because when it comes deep from inside there won't be no such as such thing as they think they are doing the right thing it will just be the righteous thing the right thing because something that comes from god can only but be pure yeah so and and it's important for us to understand and this is a bit of a a a dangerous topic to touch on but i think it's important to touch on because you know we're trying to going to the depth of this topic a lot of the times we will hear that what important is the intent of something let me give you an example like we might have an intent in that in that sense we might not be aware that i'm going to be putting somebody down now this isn't the appropriate time to say this truth to speak the truth here but it because it's actually going to do a lot of damage right but my intent is well my my gurus said to speak the truth so my intent is that i'm just going to follow my guru and i'm going to speak the truth here so your intent is pretty you know righteous there pretty pure there but you can still make a mess even if in that context your intent 
was somewhat trying to do the right thing. Well, not even somewhat, you, you are, you're trying to do the right thing by the book, right? And, but just because your intent wasn't evil, it doesn't, it still doesn't mean it was the, the purest thing to do in that moment. So this is deeper than even int intent worked out by our intellect. Yeah. This isn't that, because even that you can make a right mess. Look how many people you've got in this world today. Look how many people you've got that follow different faiths and them following their faiths. They are trying to do the right thing by their faith, right? but in, by doing that, they could still be, so their intent is that we're just trying to follow the faith as we understand it to be the way and their truth. But in that, somebody could be taking other people's lives. Somebody could be killing somebody else. Somebody could be saying, well, this isn't how it was intended for you to follow God. So actually, we're going to now torture you. But if you ask them about their intent, it's like, we're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, because that's, that's what we've been told by God to do. Yeah. And I think in today's world and society, because people have got so much information to so many things, and people will be having these conversations and thinking these things. So I think it's important for us to start speaking on, on that level of depth as well. That's why Sonia, sorry, I've, I've got it back. So that's why Sonia is actually much deeper than that. It's actually coming from the core itself. And in, in there, you will be actually like living the truth. Yeah. Even when you're going to be truthful in speech, like it won't come from that place. It won't come from that so-called misinterpreting, like, you know, something to be pure and that intent. Yeah. And it won't come from a place of making somebody look small as well. Yeah. Like you'll know when the right time is, you'll do it. At, and, and that will then spill into everything in your life. There's a podcast that we've both watched. Um, I can't remember the the guy who was on it. Was uh, you know the Diary of CEO, and they was talking about uh, you know lying and being truthful, and they gave two examples. Is well, it Simon? Well, yeah, I think it was yeah, that one. And like he, that, he was yeah. talking about the workplace where you know you might have the secretary, and um, someone calls up, and the the secretary of the the person you know that they they're saying no, can't I can't talk right now. Mm -hmm. So the secretary says, oh, he's not here. And, um, and the intention was good, but that's a lie. And it starts as a trickle. And that then goes into the culture of the organization. It's okay to do that. It's okay to say that my boss isn't, isn't here when actually the truth is. And, and there's so many other things that that, that secretary could have said that would have been truthful. It could be like, I'm sorry, my boss is, isn't able to speak to you right now. Can I take a message? And uh, the boss pulled her up on that because these little things then can seep into the culture of the organization. Another um, example, if you remember, was the, the play 
so the 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 the, the guy went to see his friend's play who was acting in it and the play itself wasn't very good but he was so happy to see his friend act in the play um and and when asked for feedback from his friend uh straight after the actual straight play, after yeah. you know he then and she was still had a that's right and was high and she that's was right pumped yeah and yeah. and and so do you uh kind of uh do you lie and say it was it was amazing or do you tell the truth and hurt their heart well you can do both actually mm-hmm. and he explained how that you know it was amazing to see you in that play and then afterwards when adrenaline came down he's like, can i give you some uh, honest feedback because you're my friend and i would and and i think you'd appreciate that and then they were able to have the, the full truth so that uh Th- those are perfect examples it's the intuition of knowing yes. and and and, it, and in those situations it's yeah, you, the truth will not hurt, and we know so many examples of our, you know, our Gursiks in our history that whatever they said was so important. And in in this world of Galjug, it's something we have lost, and it's something hard to practice as well, isn't it? But um, you know, the Gursik does practice the truth at at that level, and and with love and compassion. Yeah, those were. Uh, thank you for bringing those examples forward because it makes it so much more real. And because this practice of truth, it, it can continue to even when we are f- feeling certain emotions. And sometimes you can be in denial of them. And it's even, but when you start to listen to that, that true Nam inside, when you listen to that one, then you're no longer afraid and you're not in denial. You know, you're very truthful even to yourself that, oh, look, this is what's going on. This is where I'm at. And you're able to start looking at these things. You know, so in, in every aspect of your life, your life starts to become more truthful. But truthful in from that that from your core and we could link these together these qualities because there's three qualities here that have um, been put forward to us and I think you know I'm trying not to do that through this series and podcast of, of giving multiple translations but I will just bring it forward and I think something that principal uh, not principal sorry professor Sahib Singh did was what he's done here is saying that, like when we look at Sat Santok here, the way Sat has been spelt, and he said that it, it could have been spelt in the same way as it was spelt in the Mool Mantar. And it could have been with Sasatatatateno Sihari, and from the word Satya, so like as in the truth. So what Professor Saib Singh's done is he's, he's looked at this word and he's put that when Sat and Suntok come together and it's not spelt that way, that Sat can also be translated to when you have the quality of, of giving, right? And again, when you give intuitively, you'll know when the right time is to give, where to give. And often that nature of giving 
also comes from Santok, actually can only come from Santok. The true giving comes from Santok, from being content. Santok means content. And when we're in a space of contentment, you'll find that you will just naturally give. And because you're full now, you're so fulfilled from inside, and now you want everybody else to feel that, experience that fulfillment. And you want to now take them there as well. You want to take them there to that place of contentment. Because there's that giving. When you're giving somebody the necessities of what they might need, living within this material world, and then, and or, or even this body is a part of that, and it needs food, and whatever else it, its requirements are. But then there's a, there's a much deeper giving. And that deeper giving is when you have found contentment within yourself. It's now your giving becomes like, yes, you fulfill those needs. Somebody needs clothes or somebody needs whatever else, but also you want to bring contentment to their life. Because you know that that is actually the what people are looking for whether they know it or not and it's going to be a never-ending chase for them because you can actually reach a place of being content inside but and then be able to know that there's nothing i need externally that is going to complete my inside because my inside is complete yeah but you could still separate and recognize, but I need food for this body, but I need clothes for this body, I need a shelter. I, but you understand that separate to you thinking that is going to help you alter your inner state. Yeah. And that's contentment. Contentment is knowing there is nothing of this material world from this matter that can help complete me and you and you spoke about in a previous episode about knowing what you what you need mm. by listening that intuition will come i need this much food and and you've got that shabad uh, by um from arti they say yeah. they, you know um okay, yes. Shabad. Yes, they yes, know yes. exactly what they yes, need and want yes. for for bhakti for mm. their marag so yeah, Pagat Kabirji is one as well, where Pagat Kabirji say, Doiser um, Mango, is it? Chuna. Uh, Chuna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Doiser Mango Chuna, so it does start from there, where Pagat Kabirji is saying that, well, actually, and that that's 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 all I need. That's separate. That doesn't mean Pagat Kabirji isn't content. <laughs> you know, he's just stating the. The obvious of yeah, kind of what this body needs, yeah, sort it out. And um, but I'm not saying in no way is Bhagat Kabiji saying this is going to complete me internally, right? And we all know that anyway. We've done that with Jar so many times, right? So Sornaya Satta Santok Gyan. And I and I just felt that I, I did really want to share both of the art, how sat can be translated. It can be translated to truthful living and 
and it can be translated to becoming of this giving nature. Yeah. And I think the way the way I look at it is actually like they're both kind of intertwined where like the more you are living that way and the more you are living truthfully it will give you this sense of contentment there's just there's not this cuz often when you're not living truthfully there's something that's eating at you inside there's something just there like your you know your consciousness just knows and isn't allowing you to just be completely comfortable you know so and when you and and that living truthfully takes you to that place of contentment when you're content you will naturally just effortlessly be able to give and the word gyan here is referring to this you know we've translated it to divine wisdom and this divine wisdom is that only when we become content when when the outside chase stops yeah so you could still go for your promotion you could still go for you know trying to get your business to whatever level and stage look we can listen to the stories of so many people and where they have been they're they're in top positions of whether they are a lawyer or you know we can start you know even naming people that we listen to like there's somebody called Rich Roll who does a podcast he's a very you know a uh, successful lawyer and but you know he he had an alcohol issue right so where where money's concerned in the position he was in in being a lawyer there wasn't any there was that you know people think where it's where we need to get to but eventually when they kind of turned their life around and they thought okay so we've already done that in our life so we could earn money again now through a different kind of field and manage to kind of come away from the alcohol but but it's not just money because we had money then so now what then they they kind of like really start questioning themselves and in the end it's what what conclusion they come to is that we need to serve it's only serving that is going to actually give us that true when you feel a part of this you feel complete you only feel complete when you start serving and you know and you might then you find that means of serving some people like for him example he set up a podcast because he wants to talk to have conversations and help people towards um fitness and living a more meaningful life but at the back of that he's managed to find ways of making money from that as well which is very important for people to understand you might find your means and way of serving and but you could still be that could still be you could still be earning from it that is providing your essentials yeah and but the key question here is that if the money element was taken away from them for doing that work but they were financially secure anyway would they still be doing that work and all of these people have said yes sonaya satsang tok gyan 
And the gyan here is that of that that wisdom and the wisdom of what is actually the truth. What is here that is that is permanent, what is impermanent. And so all of this spiritual divine wisdom comes from that deep listening. So if we move on to Sonia Artasataka Ishanan, and then what's been said here is Artasat is actually referring to 68. And there were there were like 68 predominant known holy places of pilgrimage to go and bathe, which some believed that you could when if you visit all of them. You'll wash all the kind of filth of your karma and you'll be liberated. But we know that Guru Saab has said to us that actually it's Nam. It's when you when you connect and you praise God and when you go beyond, when you break away from your ego, that's what it is that's going to cleanse you from inside. And so what's actually been said here is like often will, even the way we've translated it now is that saying that one is purified as if one has bathed at the 68 places of pilgrimage. But we're not here claiming that you will be, you know, cleansed or you will be purified after bathing at 68 places of pilgrimage. What we're saying here is that as a belief by certain, you know, people, that that would happen, right? Guru Sahib is saying, well, actually, let me tell you that when you listen deep inside to that name of God and go beyond your egos, that will definitely purify you. Yeah, And it's said that those did. Guru Sahib isn't saying that they do. Yeah, And in that way, you'll become purified. So I think We'll give the context of that understanding being purified. We're understanding through the vichar we're doing anyway, right? So, um, and then Gusabji go on to say, So, this is where we pose the question for, and I know we've ended up spending a lot of most of our time discussing truthful living, and then we've ended up trying to understand what it could mean to do a certain job but it's still of a serving nature and it is still your service and it could still get you to god in that sense um but this is kind of like where we pose the question for was this Pankati here is saying that and we've translated it to that one obtains honor as those who are very well read and how did we get to that so th that's the literal translation so it's saying that those that you know read and read that are so well read and they are kind of scholars and they are masters at their subject and topic and you know how they receive man they receive honor in this world like you when when somebody says oh my god that person has got so much knowledge they're so well read in that certain topic and people in this well, in this age, rate them and like, and they were before as well. But in that way, Guru Sabji saying that actually, it's somebody through their deep listening, they learn how to par, they learn how to truly read themselves, meaning they become very self-aware of what is happening within their own self, within their own mind. 
they start to learn the patterns of what is going on within themselves. They're able to read themselves very well and come to a deeper understanding of themselves. When somebody has that level of self-awareness of themselves, so they kind of understand what is it that how do I get to that point of feeling angry? Why do I end up getting hurt so much? And they start to read them their own self through that deep listening. They go deep inside and they start to see the patterns that, oh, actually, that hurt came because this particular form and layer of ego was hurt, was attacked. And I, was, I wasn't expecting that, right? And then my intellect went crazy trying to protect it. And because I was so identified with that layer of ego. Because remember, when the, the, the wisdom that the Guru is giving us is, is so profound and is the truth which helps us to truly escape from any form of shackles. Yes, the world might tell us that you've got a right to be angry and hurt for this. The Guru doesn't tell us that anyway. Because the Guru's wisdom is way beyond that. And the, and the Guru, but that doesn't mean not to recognize that. That would be par, the first level. You read yourself, you acknowledge, like when we said, like the, you recognize the, the truth of yourself, your true state. But you read it. How did I get there? Yeah, like I'm not denying my hurt. So the hurt needs to be acknowledged. The hurt needs to, if somebody, if another party is involved in that hurt, if possible, you know, if they kind of close related to you, they need to acknowledge that hurt as well. Like it doesn't make it just because you've got to do self work. That doesn't make it okay for somebody to continue to be hurtful. Yeah, that's separate. But this isn't talking about that. This is about reading yourself. Let me read myself. This is where sok is. Because many ways, sometimes we hear, we talk about, sometimes we talk about going through a process of healing, whatever, but it doesn't still take us beyond our ego. And that's what, but the, the Guru's work is taking us beyond our ego at every point. In every line, that's what the Guru's doing, right? But the Guru's saying, first become aware of that. That's par. Par na apne aapnu. Punjabi ji kende unne se. To apne aapnu par. To apne aapnu sekh kidda parna ya. Right? And then say, like, learn how to read yourself. And then you start becoming aware and you think, oh, yes. I get it because of my identity of being a husband, right? I was so invested in that identity and I actually forgot who I was, my truth, right? My, my, that, the gyan. I didn't have the gyan, that actually I'm a soul. 
and I heard, this is all I am. Now, it's, I forgot to take the mask off. That role was just, these roles are masks to serve God in different forms, in different ways. We've started to believe I am that. And now that gets hurt. And if we don't see, yeah, you might have to do certain work in the beginning because the hurt is so deep and profound, you have to make sense. But eventually, if we don't get to this level of looking at it, it will keep resurfacing. It will keep coming back. Sonia, Bada. Bada. When you, Gyanikalwant Singh Ji, did an amazing earth to the second part, they said when you become so self-aware of knowing how to read your own self and you start to understand the layers of your own ego and what is going on with you, they say it will give you an insight to be able to understand and read others. Not reading others in a negative way of abusing that as a, you know, as a power and using it against them, because then that wouldn't be Sonia anyway. When it's Sonia, you it gets it's the reading of understanding someone. Yeah. And then you're now it's Bada Bada. Baba Himan. And that's where the true honor comes from. Because honor here is now at that point, remember the honor is actually the the robe of honor. And now you could feel or experience God giving you that robe in that moment when you start to become so self-aware and be able to read from that place of love and compassion. Yeah, You, you start to understand what is it that I need to go beyond to get to Gyan, to Sonia Satsanto, Gyan, to get to that true wisdom. Because Otherwise, it means we've, we've got stuck in the illusion. Because yeah? we're so invested in that. And that is then what causes us to not finish the game of karma and the cycle. It becomes the reason of coming and going, coming and going. Because you're not finished. You're, you're leaving it unsettled. Yeah? So... I don't know, Riji, um, if you ever looked at that line in that way before, if you've maybe discussed it before or... No, Riji, I mean, I think we've discussed before in previous episodes how deep and sometimes difficult it is to connect with Jabji Sahib. Yes, I've heard that from quite a few people. It's so difficult and it's, it's mm. just like, thank you so much for sharing this with each other. It's honestly amazing. And that's why I, I, I always, like, sometimes I find so it, so difficult, like, when I actually, like, something very personal, when I can feel that somebody's just having to read Gurbani for the sake of it, and that's around me, and have it, the reading it. Somebody could be reading Gurbani fast and connecting. Somebody could be reading Gurbani fast and be capturing it with their surti and their awareness. But then there's literally, you know, when like you're chewing it and spitting it out, that just gives me a lot of anxiety. And like, just a struggle with that because of the profoundness in each line could literally save our life. Mm. Yeah. 
so sunaya lagge sahaj tyan and the more, let, let's do a practical uh, art first a practical translation first so which is actually one of the the the, the norm you know i try not to use that word nam yugti but like as in a way of you know reciting gurmantar because you, you know there's no set way in that sense and we have no authority of giving like a jugti in that way but just one of the ways i've read it before and reflected on it could be that like you know when you just say when you're doing the gurmantar and you're saying it out loud vaheguru 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 and then i've heard certain mahapurks just saying then say go quiet you know mahapurks referring to is like some saints or saints and they say just go quiet and hear that vibration inside now they say keep listening to it and some people aren't able to hear it straight away so you might have to do that for quite some time first and literally as you're saying it outwardly you start hearing it inwardly and so all it is you keep so focused on that and you just all you're doing is you're continuing to listen to it so it's literally as you're saying vai guru vai guru vai guru you're so absorbed in the vibration and listening of it and as you go quiet you continue listening to it and it's kind of just this vibration you can just it's just this you could there's no word to describe it so it's like you can hear vai guru then being said inside without you using your tongue but you're still listening to it but your listening has is becoming so so fine and profound you won't even realize at which point sahaj effort sahaj here we could translate to effortlessly because you don't realize when it's happened dhyan you actually fall into that deep state of meditation and where you just you just connected you just you with god it's not like you that's connected to this you just with god yeah the mind has absorbed into just med into meditation you become meditation so that's one way of looking at it the other way of looking at it is that where in your everyday living it becomes like that and what i mean by that is that you're so now intuitive and intuitive just say we're having this conversation now my just listening becomes so deep that say if you're talking to me yeah, and my then effortlessly again i'll just be in a complete meditative state and connecting to the deeper part of you where i can now start to even experience the god that is inside of you and not just only inside of me because i'm i'm just so you know focused i'm listening so deep now that listening is only not not towards my, in, within myself but within you as well as you're just talking i end up connecting to the god that's inside of you to that jyot and that could happen then to a leaf to a tree to everything you're just in this meditative state effortlessly with everything because you just become so intuitive to everything so that's the second arth we could do that pangati and we'll all experience that sometimes in different points of our life 
somebody speaking and you go so deep into them and you just connect to some the, the, the truth that is inside of them so if we'll just read out the literal translations of this and uh, we'll go deeper into these two Pangati in, in the last one yeah, we'll get there eventually that, that's your last yeah. chance to do it. my last chance yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I, you know what it is i just didn't expect to so go so deep into like the sonia sats and tokyan which we did hopefully it will help to put a, a, things into perspective for a lot of people and knowing that they might be doing an amazing job somebody somewhere out there but they're still dividing their life and saying i went to work now I'm going to do my bhakti. Like, is a, letting them know that, no, make your work into bhakti as well. Like, I've just done some bhakti in this way, and now I'm going to do it in this way. Yeah. Um, and it was great to get paid for it as well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and get comfortable with that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, so, Nanak says the devotees always remain in bliss. Through listening to the one's name, suffering and sin are destroyed. And we have gone into it a bit deeper than just that in the other previous sessions. So, yeah. Uh, so there we go. An amazing conversation. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you, you, you know, for being a part of this. Oh, Sangaji, amazing. Continue this journey with us. Vai Guruji ka khalsa. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguruji ka khalsa, Vaheguruji ki fateh.